What's up and welcome to another episode of Black and the Maritimes. I'm Fidel and today we have a pretty cool episode because uh, we're going to talk about real estate and houses and I don't know, a whole bunch of things. And for that, I have my guest, uh, Kelly Burke. Hi, Kelly. Hi. How, How are you doing? Cool? I'm good. And you? Good. So we met, we used to work together. Yes. And I saw your picture and I was like, this is familiar. I don't know, but you look super professional and super, uh, super like, oh, look at me. I'm a, this powerful woman that's going to sell you a house. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I know her, but I want to check. And then I tell you, you're like, and then I'm like, wait, I know, I know you. <laughs> I saw you every day. You texted me if I didn't say the COVID and I was like, oh, okay, great. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Um, busy, but uh, doing good. Okay, so before we talk about real estate and all that stuff, let's let's go to the beginning. Uh, where did you grow up? Where did you, where you were raised? I grew up in the Caribbean. Uh, I was raised in Guadeloupe, which is a French island in the Caribbean. And uh, I left uh, after when I finished high school. I left to go study, and I went to France, which is part um, uh, Guadeloupe is a uh, uh, part of France then I left I went to France I studied uh, I was in Strasbourg and after I went to Paris after I left France I went to England for three years and a half and from England I came to Canada in 2014. Okay so yeah uh, for those of you that know Guadeloupe you just said it it's a French colony it's in the Caribbean but it's French flag French education Yes. French is the language. Yes. And uh, there's a reason for that. Uh, there, one of the reasons that I know is because uh, a lot of islands were colonized, England, Holland, and a lot of them got their independence. And Guadeloupe was one of the ones that said, no, I think we're cool with the French. So we want to stay in the French. And they just stayed with the French. Yes. So that, that that's the beginning. So yeah, it's a very French colony. So how, how was living in Guadeloupe? Like, how was like, that like? You know, when you when you have something, you don't always see the value of what you have. Then I grew up uh, in the Caribbean with a nice weather. With uh, I had uh, uh, my family. We had a house. We would go to the river. We would go to the beach. We have friends. It was cool. Really, life is. Uh, I'm not going to say it's not stressful because it's not the it's not the truth. But it was it was kind of cool life um, and when I left to go to to France to study it was a different um, pace but life was good in the Caribbean for me so one thing because I know guys from Guadeloupe uh, pretty cool people uh, Guadeloupe has the Caribbean vibe and then when they go to French they see the assholeness of the French <laughs> but they're French Exactly. They see the difference. There is a there is a difference, even though we are uh, and I say like we have the same passport. There is not we, we don't have a different. Uh, we are French citizen. There is a, a it's specific Caribbean, even though 
uh, you are French, but you are French Caribbean because you have uh, something that the, just the Caribbean knows, like the people in the Caribbean, they know that you have a vibe that is specific to the Caribbean people, then we have that with us. And when you go to France or when you go to Europe and uh, you see a difference there, you see that yeah, there's... You also have rhythm and, and seasoning in your food. So that's yes. that's a that's a big difference. So <laughs> so okay, so you, you stayed at school, uh you, you do high school in, in Guadeloupe. And why did you decide to go to France to study in university? Because at that time we didn't have the, the field that I was looking into. We didn't have we did we didn't have it in, in, in Guadeloupe. Then I had to go to uh, France and it was to study psychology. Then I left, I went to Strasbourg, I studied psychology for four years. And after uh, the last year, the fifth year, I, I changed a little bit the field. Uh, I studied uh, sociology in Paris. And, uh, and at the end of that, that was the, uh, my, my studies were, were, were finished, but I didn't go back to, uh, I didn't go back to Guadeloupe. I stayed in Paris, I worked a bit. And after I decided, oh, I would like to see something else. And from then I went to England in London. And again, still we are in Europe. France and England are European countries, but again, the culture is different. The lifestyle is different. And uh, then I had to adjust again. And to come to Canada, obviously I had to adjust again. Yeah, it, it, it is an adjustment. So when you are in, again, you're a French citizen, you know the language, you know, you, you, you can move around. Not You're not like a, an American in that doesn't know the language or like a Hispanic. So you know the language, you kind of know the culture because you study it in, in, in schools and stuff like that. So when you're in Paris, what was the biggest shock that you got when you were in, in France? Like, what was the biggest shock? Uh, for me, the biggest shock was, um, I don't know if it was really a shock, but I realized that uh, um, I was different. <laughs> Before I didn't know I was different. And I kind of realized, oh, people notice that I'm different. And that was uh, that, that, the thing for me to just to adjust. Uh, because when you, when you are uh, on your island, everybody looks the same or think the same then you don't feel different, you don't look different, you are not different until there is a person that tells you that you are. And that was a little bit uh, a bit of shock for me, but it was okay. I, 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 like uh, it didn't stop me from doing what I, I came. Uh, uh, I came to uh, France to study, then I did what I, I came uh, uh, for. Yeah, and we talk about this a lot in, in, in the podcast. We said that when you are coming from a place that most people are Black, nobody thinks of himself as Black. Nobody is waking up, I'm a Black man or I'm a Black woman. Nobody's waking up in that state. They're like, okay, I wake up, I got to work. I got to do whatever the heck I had to do, go to school, make money, whatever. Like, that's how you, that's what your mind, it's only when somebody else kind of tells you, like, they're like, oh, wait. And then you kind of like, Oh, like, 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 <laughs> like, it kind of gets into your mind a bit because you're like, 
you're not different. You are not like you're that's in your head. You're like, well, you know, if I was different, should I get a discount? No, I don't get a freaking discount. I got I got to do whatever the hell I have to do. But somebody just goes out of their way to 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 make sure that you get treated different. And that's that's part of the racism. That's when racism comes and comes in the line. Uh, and again, it happens in places like because a lot of people don't know France has had black people for centuries. And they are actually are one of the first countries to release slaves and make them sure that they get all the, the things and even a colonization. But even in that sense, there's still there's still like radicalism, as we see with like Marine Le Pen and people like that, that they just don't like they don't like anything that's not white, I guess. Either they lie about it. So so you in France, you, you got the and you go to England, where it is English, yes. which is a different it's a different type of assholeness. Uh, yeah. These people have a, like a nice English accent, and and they're a little bit more, they're less snobby than the French, but there's they're still snobby as English people. So, so you wanted to see something different, and you get there. What? How is life in in a big place like you live in London, right? Uh, yes, I was in London. Uh, once again, uh, London as well, uh, a bit like uh, Paris, France, you have a lot of cultures, a lot of people from different places that are meeting. Um, I realized that London for me, I have um, um, in terms of like uh, job opportunities, it's a little bit better for me. Not that in Paris it wasn't better because in Paris actually I had, I was working for a, a good company. But I realized in London, like they, they, they will give you a chance. Uh, uh, they will give you the chance to try, which sometimes in Paris, they, they, they might not even give you that chance. But in London, they give you a chance to try out and you realize like, oh, okay, like I can do something different, even though I don't have the degree because in, in France is really, if you study like, um, whatever you studied, they are looking to put you in that field. And they look like if you have the right university degree, if you have uh, your address is the right address, because depending on where you are in, in Paris, it might not look good. Your name, your, 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 yeah, your, which culture are you part of? All of that. In London, it's not that it's not there, but you realize like it's a bit like, it's more open, a little bit more open. And I'm like, oh, okay. Then uh, for three years and a half, I'm in London. I still see the difference. Like, I'm not going to say it's perfect. I see something, but I'm like, okay, that's better. That's a little bit better than then I stay three years and a half. But I knew at the time that I wasn't going to stay forever in London. I just knew it was just uh, like, a, a, just a, 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 like a season in my life. Then... I stayed in London three years and a half, and um, and I knew before the three years and a half, I knew that Canada was my next destination, my next season of my life. Then I was getting ready to to do the transition. But of, out of all places, why Canada? Because I was dreaming of of um, big like big space and not being like. Uh, like in London and Paris, everybody is like, 
you know, so many people in those cities and everything, the, the, the places, the houses, the, the apartment, how small, everything is expensive and traffic and traffic and hours and hours of traffic. Then I was, I was looking for something a bit um, bigger. And at the same time, I wasn't interested in the big cities like, uh, uh, like uh, Ottawa or Montreal, or I was interested more in East Coast because East Coast gave me a bit of vibe of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay, and I got it. With the, 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 the lifestyle. And I'm like, oh, I think that, that East Coast seems interesting. Then it's when I, I, I started looking, researching, and I found a New Brunswick. And when I say to people, I'm going to New Brunswick, they said, where? Where is that? Is that in Quebec? I said, no, 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 no. It's beside Quebec, and but it's better. And like people, nobody knew about New Brunswick, Moncton, New Brunswick. But at, in my head, it was, oh, that's the place. I need to go there. So, so walk me to this process. How do you find out about New Brunswick in the first place? I just looked at uh, basically when I uh, when I started looking into coming to Canada, people were looking at me, my profile, and they said, "Okay, your profile will be good for Ontario or Quebec." And and I said, I remember I said Quebec wasn't a choice for me. I said, "No, I don't want Quebec." I don't want to go to Quebec. Uh, I look at Ontario, and I think I looked at um, the uh, the people that were like uh, promoting like Canada, were showing me like BC, Ontario, and I don't know. I think one person say and New Brunswick, and I say New Brunswick. And when they told me, okay, it's uh, bilingual, it's when I started looking into it more, and I said, okay. Mountain you want to get the place. Oh wow, that's 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 well. That, again, a, a lot of people like I said. Every time I tell people about New Brunswick, out they're like, "Where is that? Is that in Toronto? Is that somewhere?" <laughs> and it's like, no, it's 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 in the East Coast. They have to know. So when do you land in New Brunswick? What year is this? Uh, March two thousand fourteen. That's the year I came to New Brunswick, and. Uh, that year, that was uh, apparently it was really hard, hard winter with a lot of snow, 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 snow. But that, that was my first winter. And I remember when I came, uh, Moncton, the mall, the mall, Champlain Mall, I couldn't see it from the street. It was the pile of snow was so high that you wouldn't even knew, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even know at the time that there was a mall behind behind those piles of snow, wall of snow. Then that was my first year. I was like new to it, uh, and it was like like quite an experience for me. Oh wow, yeah, the winter it, again. If you're coming from the Caribbean, which I'm, I'm come from the Caribbean, then you go to France, which when, there's winter there, but it's not as it's not as, as, as yeah. Yeah, it's not as heavy as here. And London has a little winter, but again, not as heavy as here. And then you come here that it's like piles of snow. Like it, it's like the whole street is full of snow. Yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly. It's it, exactly that. It is kind of crazy that 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 people have to, to go through that. So 
you land in Canada and again, we work together at, at, a, at a company and you get into real estate. What, what makes you get into real estate? Actually, the first year when I came here in 2014, uh, a lot of my friends or uh, people that came the same time than me told me, you need to move to Quebec or Ontario because there is nothing here. And I remember I told them that's exactly where I need to be because if there is nothing here, that means there is room to create something, room to do something that doesn't exist or to develop something. Then I started working for different companies uh, in uh, in uh, in Moncton, that uh, and I'm grateful for that because I learn the I learn the culture, I learn uh, the way of working here, which is different from what we had in in London and in Paris or even the Caribbean. And at some point, I'm like, oh, I would like to work for myself. I think uh, I would like now to have to be my own my own boss. I don't want to work for, for a company or, and I started looking like at different options and nothing was like, nothing was really like ticking like all, all the check that I, all the thing that I had in mind and until uh, um, the company, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, the, my, my, my broker contact me, contacted me and said, we have a meeting, would you like to participate? And I said, okay, why not? My husband told me, try, you never know. And I went and I liked what I heard, but I said, oh, at that point, that's like, you need to, to work. And basically you, you just like, it's not like uh, when you do your nine to five where every two weeks you are paid, it's different. Then I'm like, that's quite a challenge. But at the same time, I liked it. I liked the challenge. Then I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do real estate. Then I, I did the. Um, obviously, you have a license to um, to take for New Brunswick, and I did the training. Uh, uh, um, I took the exam. I passed, and uh, from then I'm like, okay, I'm going to start real estate. So what do you? What does a real estate broker do? Walk to me like like I, I never knew about it. Like what what does what the, does a real estate broker do exactly? Basically, a broker, a real estate broker, is going to uh, uh, most first thing is like um, the broker is for an like a salesperson like me. The broker you are going to be attached to the real estate broker for the license. Because you you basically you are trading under the under under their license, even though you have your license, but you are trading under their license. Then what they do, it's about um, real estate in buying, selling, which is generally people like families come to you, but you have as well the commercial as aspect for businesses. You have people that do investment. You have people that uh, uh, you have as well another part of real estate, which is like uh, renting, rental properties, property management. Then you have in real estate, you have all of that. And obviously you have a part of um, where you, you are going to educate your clients about the market, about um, uh, the value of their house, about what they do or what they can do or what they shouldn't do. To, uh, to maintain the, the value of their property. 
Okay, so you basically you, you interact between the owners and the sellers and oh, rental properties and you educate them about the market. Now, one of the things that uh, I notice is that right now a lot of people are moving to the Maritimes. Yes. A lot of people are moving. Like what uh, you that are that are is a person that is actually selling houses to these people. Uh, what do you think is it's flocking people to come to Atlantic Canada? Because it's access is okay. Twenty percent of my clients are from outside New Brunswick. That means they are from generally Quebec, Ontario. And the first reason they are telling me it's cheaper. The first reason it's cheaper than where they are at. They have more. They they can buy more with their money. Um, the the they find that um, quality of life is better then this is the reason why my client comes. Some of them as well, it's because they have family here and they, they are like, okay, now we, uh, or we like it's retirement time. You have different reason, but 80% of the time is because they are telling me, oh, it's way cheaper than Ontario or Quebec or BC. So a lot of the things are coming, not not immigrants from out of the country, but people from within Canada. Like they're like, OK, it's expensive in Toronto and places like that. So I'm trying to come. So that's that's where you get the most flock of it. So that's that's kind of interesting. And the other the other thing is like, uh, again, this is a bilingual province and you speak both languages. Is more people coming from the French side or is more on the English side? Uh, I would say, I would say that, okay, if it's, um, okay, you have the newcomers that are coming from outside the, the, the country, uh, and you have as well the people from, from Canada, but not from New Brunswick, I would say it's, um, um, you have maybe more English speakers. And when I say English speakers, it doesn't mean necessarily that English is their, the, the, their mother tongue. But you have like, uh, if you have a little bit more English speakers, you have French speakers, but uh, I deal with a little bit more English speakers than French speakers. But in, in uh, even the French speakers or uh, the English speakers, you realize sometimes French or English uh, is not necessarily the, the mother tongue. That means there is another language that's, uh, that they speak at home. Okay, so yeah, so basically, so it's still there. There's still immigration coming in, but uh, but more on the English side and the French side. Now, one of the things that kind of got me to to interview you is, well, this is called Black in the Maritime. So yeah, black people. That's one. Uh, but the second thing is that you are there's not many black female real estate brokers. The we the, the the truth is exactly you have. Uh, you have a few um, black real estate agents, uh, and I say men and women, everything. We have few of them. As women, you don't have a lot, and I don't know why, because it's. Uh, um, I don't think it's specific for men or specific for women. It's just uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. I think maybe it's going to change. Um, I have few of my friends that are looking into actually that are taking their real estate uh, exam, uh, then it's going to change. But the truth is, I don't know why um, we don't have a lot of 
black women that are doing real estate uh, in Moncton. Uh, from what I know, maybe I know, um, I think maybe I know two beside me, two, but they are new, like they, 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 they are new to, uh, uh, new to uh, 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 let's say to real estate, but I don't know a lot of them, that's true. Yeah, I, I know one and it's you. That 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 is it. <laughs> I, I don't know anybody else. That actually, <laughs> that's awesome. So what are you like what are the benefits of buying a home? Like what do you think are the benefits that when people try to buy a home, other than living there, of course, because you need a roof on your head, that that is normal. But what other benefits people get once they're buying a home? Um, a lot of my clients have realized that basically it's like an investment. They're starting, uh, they are buying a house, and with after a few years, the house value is going to be higher than what they purchased it for. And that's going to be for them a way of maybe to the next step, buying something else or getting something more with the equity they had from their house. Then it's more, a lot of people, it's like, okay, let's invest our money instead of paying rent. And I understand that. Uh, some people, uh, they do it as a, uh, they are buying, but at the same time, they are buying like uh, income property. That means they are buying they are like a duplex or a triplex where they, they, they have one part for them and they rent the other side of if it's a duplex or if it's a triplex, they, they have two other units. Then it allows you to obviously to be owner and make a bit of money from, from the um, from the unit that you can rent. Then most of the time it's really to, uh, uh, beside the fact you need a place to, to be with your family or by yourself, there is a, a part of making money. They, some people understood, most of the people understood that, uh, they, uh, uh, they understand now that you can make money with your, your real estate uh, property. Okay. and. Are there a lot of families, like people of color, trying to move into New Brunswick? Is that a thing that's happening? Or is it just mostly, like you said, people that already have connections to New Brunswick uh, that are coming here? I have a bit, I would say, um, when I came back in 2014, which is not that that far, it's not that long, a long time ago, um, the, you had a lot of students and the black family, the black, yeah, the black people that are, are met there, you have a lot of students that they would study here and they stay later. But now I find that you have more families coming from a different part of Africa, or sometimes even like from Europe, you have more, to me, it looks like more, and I think it's, and I know it's more coming uh, to, uh, to stay in New Brunswick, to stay in Moncton. Some of them is just because uh, when they look at, when I talk to some of my clients, why they pick New Brunswick, they just say because uh, when you come to Canada, obviously, uh, depending on the uh, which um, path you use, you have to research a bit the different places. And some of them, they compare to Quebec or they compare to Ontario and they realize like maybe Moncton was better for them in terms of opportunities and or you know, lifestyle or cost of living, that kind of thing. Then uh, I have more of my clients now, more and more that are 
coming and they they choose it's not like oh they have no choice no they 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 made a decision to come to Moncton even though they don't have family some of them they have family in Quebec and they didn't choose Quebec they they they, they, they decided to come to Moncton yeah I've seen that I mean I've been here since 2000 I landed in 2010 uh been in Moncton since 2011 uh when I went to a store big department stores there wasn't I probably was black guy number seven maybe black guy number six sometimes black guy number one anyways doesn't matter but there wasn't anybody in the staff there was everybody was white everybody was like and now you go to the department store and you see this diversity that you're like whoa yeah. where did this come from like it's 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 to a level of a 30 to 40 percent maybe a 50 to 60 percent uh people of color or immigrants or you know different ethnicities compared to when I got here so I see what you're seeing and it's and it's uh, it's kind of great in a in a sense but another sense is that I see and maybe you tell me about that is that because of that the market's getting kind of hot like the prices are going up and up and up and is it hard to find a home here now or is it still quite easy to get a home here it depends. Like I would say, the, uh, because uh, my clients are telling me, yes, uh, two years ago, I was looking at the same house. I saw the price and now the price is nearly double. And I say, yes, that's true. But remember that New Brunswick is still like, uh, compared to Canada, the country itself, New Brunswick is still one of the lowest costs to buy. Even though it's higher, we know it's higher, but still like the price is still like compared to I have some client in Ontario telling me that for a semi-detached, they pay 700000 In Moncton, we are in the 300000 Then it's like we still have room, but definitely for um, some of the newcomers that are coming here, they uh, depending on where they come from, they already have like cash or money uh, that they can buy and, and, and settle their, their first years. Some of them, they have to start working, find a job, uh, put money aside. And yes, it, it's not everybody that come to Moncton is at the same like level of their life. And some of them, they are ready to buy and some they need to do some, a bit of work uh, save money for a down payment. Uh, they need as well to find a job for the bank to approve your, um, uh, your uh, approve you for a mortgage. Then it can be challenging, but still, as I said, like uh, you have houses for different uh, different budget, and yes, it's a competition. Like like back in 2019 or even back before that, like what we are seeing now, it's something new to uh, New Brunswick. It was already, ex um, you had that in Ontario and Quebec, but in New Brunswick, it's new. Then the agent that I've been working uh, for 10, 15 years in the business, they are telling me, yes, what we are seeing the past two years here, it's something new. Then we are all basically, even though they have been in business for 15 years, they are telling me, we are all learning that new market and we are all the same, like at the same level. Something is new, we just need to adapt, adjust and go with it. Then yes, it can be challenging, but it's possible. It's possible. Wow. To that's kind of, again, coming from back 
six years ago, six, seven years ago, there was like empty houses. Like yeah. there was like maybe six, seven, eight empty houses in the same neighborhood. Yes. I, I, rem I remember one time there was a place that there was like four empty houses and it was like they were selling a hundred, 150, 170,000. And now you're telling me that it's like, not only they're selling for double or triple the price, but they're also hard to find. And, and the banks are also, it's, it's harder now to get a loan for them. Yes, yes, definitely. Interest rate um, uh, is a bit higher um, now to qualify. Some people, even though they are renting, they are paying rent, they will not qualify for a mortgage. Uh, some people... Uh, they qualify, but it's really tight for them. Um, it's a mixed. Some people like uh, when I started in real estate, the 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 selling uh, the average selling price of a house was one hundred and eighty, and now the average is three sixty nine, three sixteen, and that wasn't long Holy. ago. I started in two thousand nineteen, that three years ago, then. I don't know if you see the difference. Like it's it's quite a jump, but we still have like compared to the other uh, like places in Canada, we still have room. We still have room. Oh wow! So for yourself, what what has been the biggest challenge of this career? Like what have you seen that's been the challenge for you? When I started, uh, the challenge was, obviously I started before COVID, then it was as well, as you said, uh, I think when I started, I was maybe the only black uh, real estate agent that I knew. I don't know, I'm not saying there is none, uh, uh, maybe before me that tried, I don't know, but at that time that was, uh, then some people, um, like they were a bit maybe surprised to, to see me, um, uh, but as a whole, I had a, a, a good experience with, uh, with people like they, obviously they need to trust you if they see that you have values and you have, uh, work ethic, they will, they will give you, they will give you that chance to work with them. And, but yes, it could be some people because of my name, <laughs> my husband is Canadian Then they hear the name. They see the name, sorry, and after they see the person, they are like, oh, oh, maybe they were looking to see uh, a different person, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but that was a bit uh, the challenges for me, and I didn't know people here because I'm not from here, then that was an, uh, as well a challenge. But um, slowly you you see people like they see you are a hard worker they trust you and after as well i work uh, with a lot of newcomers and uh, then it was just time to to um to uh, show people that they can trust you and you do and you do uh, uh, you would work hard for them yeah i i can definitely see that that you know it is hard for always, and, and this is just a fact, if you go to studies, it's always harder for a Black woman to get in positions of uh, of any career positions, not necessarily even act actresses. Like if you're a white actress, you earn 50% less than the men. But if you are a Black actress, you earn 80% less. 
if oh. you are uh you know like if you're a black doctor uh you probably get 10 20% less than your white counterpart but if you're a black female doctor you might get 50% less than your counterpart so so it's a it's quite a struggle for women of color to get to get ahead of, but i think it's what you said you, you know you got to kind of work your work ethic your trust and stuff like that but it it's kind of a bit of, personally myself and that's my opinion uh i think it's a bit unfair that a woman has to work twice as hard as it, it a man <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, especially, and then when you're a black woman, you have to work twice as third, three times as hard just yeah. to get in the center of, of somebody else. So, so it, it, it is quite challenging. And how, how do you think that could change? Because again, it's, it's, it's a big problem that it affects women in general, but when it comes to women of color, it's even worse. Like it's like in a third or fourth tier system. If I think like, and uh, I was saying, I was talking to my friend, my two friends that want to start real estate that are black too. I said, I, I told them, you know, it's hard. I'm not going to say that, oh, it's easy. It's hard. But more people are exposed to us and they see how we are and they see like we are doing, uh, we, they can trust us. I think more they would be willing to give us a chance. It's like a cycle. You know what I mean? It's like uh, more you are exposed to something, more you you are like, okay, like maybe we could try it. But if you don't see it, you will never think about it. You will never even give it a chance. Then I think slowly when people are going to be, uh, see maybe more, uh, more more of us, the, more of the black women out, uh, they, they were going to get used to it. And they are going to slowly, maybe some people are going maybe to, not to like it, but that's okay. Like, and I hope that we have more people that are going to like it than not like it. But I believe that it's, yeah, we need to step. Uh, we need to step up a bit and, uh, and, and try the challenge and do it like, uh, as I say, um, you just do it. You just do it. That's it. Yeah, and I, I think one of the parts that I that I guess I struggle with, that's why I do this podcast and, and this is because, like you said, some some people might not like it. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's a whole lot of things that I don't like, but I still have to do them. You know, I don't like paying taxes, but I have to pay them, right? I don't like, you know, doing certain things, but I have to do it. And it's kind of like in that sense that that people have to, you know, kind of get used to it, but also it's like, we're not going anywhere. Like, it's not like we're probably going to grow and get to be more. So like, if, if you don't like it, well, too bad. So sad. It, it's just yeah. going to happen. Exactly. We're not going to hide. As I said, exactly. we, we just do it. And some people are going to like it. Some people are not going to like it, but that's okay. Then I yeah. will just definitely, if women, more women are interested, black women are interested in doing real estate, I would say just go for it. It's not easy, but it's it's possible, definitely. So uh, I'm gonna have two last questions for you because I know, like I said, it's uh, it's nighttime and you probably gotta work tomorrow. So do I? So like it's uh, uh, my first question is, what does it feel to be black in the Maritimes? Okay, um, it's a bit hard for me to say that because uh, when I first came here, I was single. And I was um, I was by myself, 
And I believe that uh, the, the, the way people maybe people maybe at that time saw me or perceived me in a way. And now I'm married to my husband that is from here. I can see that there is a difference in the way people interact with me. Okay, it's like, and I'm not saying that uh, my, my color hasn't changed. I'm still who I am, but I believe that the fact that now I'm with my husband and they see me with, uh, it's like, okay, they, they, they understand that I'm here and uh, I, I, I learn their culture, I share their culture with them. Uh, and then they, it's maybe, it gives them maybe a sense of, um, uh, I don't even know how to explain it, but it feels maybe um, they, 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 like there is something that they know, like they're familiar with, with, with me. When I first came and I was, um, uh, I was here by myself. I, uh, I had few people talking to me in a way that uh, that that you could see from the, the the comments that okay, like they would tell me, oh, like oh, uh, oh, you or oh, where in your country, like you couldn't study, that's why you came here, or or life is better, life is better here than in your country. But no, you don't necessarily know where I'm come from. You don't assume that. Uh, and I know some people, they left uh, a life that was really hard behind them, but it wasn't my case. That wasn't really my case. Um, some people, like when I came here, I had the background that I had, I studied, I had my degrees in Europe. Uh, then I didn't come here to study necessarily. Uh, or sometimes some people, they, they have kind of comments, oh, uh, you're married, oh, it's your husband that, that <laughs> your husband brought you here. No, like, I came here and I met my husband, but uh, I was a, um, a permanent resident when I married my husband. Like then you can see sometimes in the comment, like they, they are saying something, then you just like try to explain to them, like educate them. Okay, no, uh, uh, I'm fine. Then definitely for me, I can see the difference when I was single, when I came and when I, I got married. That was a different, I think a different uh, life for me. Uh, not that, as I say, eh, not that it was, uh, I'm still black, but the way people maybe, uh, the interaction that I had with people changed a bit when, uh, when I married my husband. That is insane. The fact that like, because it, it only happens and I can tell you, I, I completely relate to part of it because when I got here, uh, I got here because my ex-wife was Canadian. We met over the internet. Like it was a crazy. And I remember that part of her family said like, oh, he's marrying you for papers or he's marrying you for stuff. And then when they went to my country, they realized that my family had way more money than they had. <laughs> they, like, they were like, whoa, <laughs> they, they're like, they, they are living way better than us. So I'm not sure why he wants to come here at this point. And some of them apologized because of that because they were like okay we we were wrong about you like we were we were wrong and, and they realized that but as a man when i got here nobody ever questioned my status that my that my wife was uh supporting me or anything no, nothing like that ever happened i supported my you know i supported my family supported myself 
But when you're a woman, like what you said, you this is not your case. You've been to better, uh, bigger cities like London and Paris, and you were able to live there. You could have lived anywhere in the world if you really wanted to. Uh, you came here, you got the stuff, but you get that question and you're like, wait a minute, like just because I'm a woman, I get questioned that nobody would want to question me like, oh, your wife is like, the person that's taking care of you or doing stuff and you're like <laughs> exactly I, I think like it's just like it was just um um it, it was just assuming that yes that uh uh, 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 uh um, my, my situation before was bad and that's why I came here and and uh, but it wasn't the case and uh, but uh, I realized that and I, I think that's too as well it's a learning from it's a it's a it's a learning curve for for all of us like you just sometimes just when you see people who just don't make like and we do it all the time but you just don't assume things you just like don't think oh they are here for this or the other no you don't you give them a chance to to know them to talk to them and to know where they are from and what their story but um definitely yes me and my uh, i can see and uh, the difference between before and after being married okay so my other question is where do you see yourself in the next five or six years in the next five or six years, I definitely believe we, we will stay in New Brunswick, in Moncton, with my husband, my family. Uh, my business, how my business is going to, uh, I, I, I would say my business is going to, uh, I have a plan for my business. I believe that uh, I, I, I would like at this point to have, um, to be working with all the uh, uh, women uh, in real estate. Uh, black women or other women in real estate. I see my, I, I really see myself. I have that vision to work with other women in real estate. Uh, uh, yes, bigger team. Uh, yes, then that's that's really the vision that I have for. And I believe that in five years or six years from now, Moncton will be even bigger. Uh, we, I think we don't even realize how big Moncton is going to be compared to when we came like, uh, but you see the potential of the, 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 the city, you see the potential of the, the lifestyle that we can have in New Brunswick. And I believe that's part of my, uh, of my vision, that it's to keep growing uh, with my family and my business as well, I keep growing. All right. So if people want to work with you, if they want to buy a house from you, or they want to let, help you let them sell your house, where do they reach you? Uh, I have my phone number, which is um, uh, 506-227-3566. And after they can always go uh, on realtor.ca or online and look for, for my name, Kelly Burke. And I will, uh, they will see uh, 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 my name will show up uh, uh, with my brokerage, which is, which is Royal LePage Atlantic. And they will find all the information uh, to contact me. All right. So, uh, Kelly, thank you for doing this. This is really fun. Uh, I learned a bit more real estate that I uh, wanted to and that's the, the market. So that's pretty cool. And hey, guys, uh, if you want to buy a house, call Kelly or, you know, if you want to sell yours, call Kelly, too. So that's definitely again. So for all of you, please subscribe. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google Podcasts. 
Spotify. Uh, leave us a rate and comment. Thank you for people that are donating. Uh, if you want to donate, go to our website, blackandamaritimes.com, and you can do it through PayPal. Uh, don't forget to go to our social media pages. Uh, it's Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook at Black and the Maritimes, and peace out.